Hello, welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I am talking about signs from God. I'm using the example of the sign of the cardinal. The blog title was, I saw a cardinal. Did I just receive a sign from God? People see things and then decide that it is a sign from God or a particular instance of personal comfort in a person's grief. So we'll use the cardinal sighting as an example because it's so famous. It is said that when you see a cardinal, it means either angels are near to you and bringing a loving or comforting message from their loved one in heaven or that it's a sign from heaven indicating the loved one's spirit is with you. Now, this concept has been around for a long time, and it occurs in many cultures, not just ours here in the United States. But is it a sign from God? Or are there other small signs of comfort he would send us that only that person would understand? Some people say they saw such and such, and it was a sign from God. A particular sunset, a certain tree, a rainbow. Well, let's go over what we know. We know that signs are defined in the Bible as actual miracles, such as speaking in tongues or visions or healing or raising the dead, prophesying, that means having temporary omniscient knowledge, quote-unquote omniscient. A miracle is something that occurs that is outside of or suspends natural law, like changing the water into wine, or a blind since birth man finally sees. Miracle. We know signs in the Bible were for unbelievers and Jews as a judgment. For example, tongues at Pentecost were a sign for unbelievers and a judgment to the Jews as per Isaiah 28, 11 to 12, and 1 Corinthians 14, 21. Signs in the Bible were also to authenticate the apostles as having definitely come from God. Mark 16, 20. If a person is attributing an object or a circumstance to God as a sign, this is dangerous. We must never ascribe a word or deed to God. He did not say or perform. A cardinal is naturally and frequently occurring sight. If we ascribe to this bird comfort from God or spirit of loved one, then we are in essence putting words in God's mouth or a deed that he did not perform. What we do know about Jesus when we are struggling or grieving is Jesus is intimately involved with his churches. We see that in Revelation chapters 1 to 3. 
Jesus is intimately involved with each individual believer, even if they're alone. Matthew 28, 20, Hebrews 13, 5. And we see examples of Hagar in the desert, the marginalized woman alone at the well, and John exiled on Patmos. We know Jesus knows the heart and mind of each person on earth, John 1, 48. We know he promised to comfort us, Matthew 5, 4. He is the God of all comfort, 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5. And we know he is close to the brokenhearted, Psalm 34, 18. So the question left to ask is, how does the God of all comfort give us that comfort? Well, it's not by you having seen a cardinal or seeing a sign or ascribing something that happened as an omen a comforting omen. One way of, that God does gives us comfort is that we take comfort in his promises in the word. That is the most secure place to seek and receive comfort. It's the most secure place to be close to God, to ask for comfort, even to receive answer to prayer through illumination of the word to our mind. We take comfort when we pray, knowing he is near to us and he is listening. We know that the thing, whatever it is that we, you think you saw, was not a sign according to the definition of signs because it wasn't supernatural. But we also know that Jesus does comfort us, even if he's not doing supernatural signs for us. We know he answers prayer according to his will. So what was it? What was the thing that we think we saw? Well, this Q&A from Randy Alcorn's Eternal Perspective Ministries addresses that question. The questioner in the Q&A thought the sign might be her departed loved one sending a signal. And I thought the author worded her answer well on the website. She wrote, the author was Shauna Hernandez. Thanks for your question. Sometimes I think God does indeed give us gifts that remind us of the loved ones we've lost. She wrote, my mom passed away a few months ago, and God has definitely been kind in different areas. For example, my mom had made up a pie dough earlier this year and froze it. Well, we used it this year at Thanksgiving, and it felt like she was still able to contribute to our meal. Now, I don't believe this was any type of sign, but rather it was God being sweet and in a way allowing my mom's legacy to still be part of our day. While there is not any biblical evidence for those in heaven sending us signs, or even for God giving us gifts to remind us of loved ones, he does say to be thankful for all things. I can't tell you for sure that a break in the clouds and sunshine that you mentioned is from God. Could be. He is the creator of the skies and the heavens. 
the giver of all good things, certainly you can seek to be drawn closer to Jesus as you thank him for the beauty of this creation and for his gift of salvation. I love that God is so good, he gives us reminders of his presence and care, both in our day-to-day -day lives and in his word. Isaiah 46.4 says, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you. I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Well, that was Shauna Hernandez speaking to a woman who asked the question about signs from God, particularly when we are grieving for comfort. Now, what I say is if something you notice as you go along in your grief, if it reminds you of God, if it reminds you of his love, his promises, then great. The spirit might be reminding you of comforting verses or of his promises. Or if you see a beautiful sunset and are reminded that God painted it, and you used to watch a nice sunset with your mom, then great, as an example. I think it's unwise to state with certainty that a certain thing was definitely a message from God. Unwise because God has said many times in his word, he hates when people ascribe things to him that he did not do or did not say. I think it's safe to say that if you have a positive feeling that God answered a prayer and you can't wait to find out for sure once you get there. Philippians 4, 4 to 7 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and pleading, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.